Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Monday, December 18th. I'm Chris Hurdy. Today, we'll hear from a Vice journalist who lived like Trump for a day. But first, the headlines. New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman and several other state attorney generals have promised to sue the FCC over its decision to scrap net neutrality rules. The Internet Association, which lobbies for tech giants like Google, said it was sizing up a lawsuit as well. And... A report by the Office of the Inspector General revealed widespread abuse against undocumented immigrants held in detention centers, such as solitary confinement, strip searches, prolonged yelling, threats, broken phone lines, mold, and being detained alongside people accused of violent crimes. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. In an effort to get inside Trump's strange mind, vice politics writer Eve Pizer tried to mimic a day in his life. Let's just say there was a lot of Diet Coke, McDonald's, golf, cable news, and feelings of utter despair. Here's senior politics editor Harry Cheadle talking with Eve about her experience. So Eve, you spent uh, recently a day trying to be like Donald Trump. What does it mean to be like Donald Trump? So for my day as Donald Trump, I followed a recent New York Times report that went over his daily itinerary, and he wakes up at 5.30 in the morning to watch Fox and Friends and occasionally flips to Morning Joe or CNN to sort of get riled up for the day. He also reportedly drinks 12 Diet Cokes a day, and... I ordered uh, what he has at McDonald's, as outlined by Corey Lewandowski, his former campaign manager, who said that he gets an order of two Big Macs, two filets of fish, and a chocolate milkshake. But he doesn't eat any of those sandwiches with bread. I guess the question everyone has is, why did you do this to yourself? I wanted to live a day as Trump um, just to see if it was possible because his daily schedule and food and drink intake seem actually insane to me. But at the same time, I am somebody who drinks a lot of caffeine. I like McDonald's. I order it frequently. And so I wanted to see whether I was actually similar to the president or not. And what did you find out? Are you similar to the president? I am not similar to the president. I mean, I think that his McDonald's order is a crime against humanity and an insult to the incredible cuisine that McDonald's offers. To take the bread specifically out of a Big Mac, which has three pieces of bread for a very good reason, as I discovered, 
is is it, it was like really just fucking disgusting. Was that the hardest or grossest part eating at McDonald's? I think the hardest part of the day was trying to drink all those diet cokes. I gave up after I opened up my fifth one just because I was so dehydrated and tired. You know, I like Diet Coke fine, or I used to, but it was just, like, repulsive. Do you think you gained any insight into how Trump feels by doing this? I think the biggest thing I learned about how Trump feels is that he must be very bored. Despite being the president and having so much to do, his daily routine seems boring. He watches a ton of cable news, which is not very interesting, although it's probably more interesting to him because it's about him. And he rage tweets, but which is something like I love Twitter and I have a fucked up relationship with it where I go on too much and I depend on it to boost my fragile ego as well. But it's a lot less fun to rage on Twitter when I'm on Twitter for the purpose of being on Twitter and not procrastinating doing my actual work. What do you think it would be like if you were doing all of this stuff and you also had the most important job in the entire world? I don't know how it would even be possible to have like that daily schedule and that food consumption while having to like make decisions that are life or death for other people seems insane because I couldn't have that schedule and like be a, a normal person doing my job, never mind running the whole country. And another thing you did, I know during this day, is you tried to start Twitter beef with a lot of people and stir up controversy online. Uh, how did that go? You know, I'm I'm pretty salty online as it is, but it was almost harder than expected because unlike Trump, I'm like not really trying to hurt people's feelings. And Trump, it seems like he lives in this like state of such extreme defensiveness where everybody is always angry at him and that he's never acting. He's always reacting to the fake news media and whatnot. I, I have my fair share of haters, but I don't I, I don't feel like I'm always under attack. So I had to like dig deep inside myself to find something that I could authentically be upset about. And I ended up um, <laughs> tweeting at Matt Iglesias, who is the Vox co-founder, and he has this podcast called The Weeds, which is about uh, like politics in DC. But I have been tweeting at him for the past six months asking him if I can be on his weed podcast because I love smoking weed. And he like talks to me on Twitter occasionally, but he has never responded to that. Um, And so I tweeted at him and then I tweeted um, at his boss. I said, lonely Matt Iglesias refused to let me smoke weed on his weed podcast. He should be fired immediately for this oversight because Trump loves to tweet about how people should be fired. Does tweeting angrily at people like that actually make you angry? Tweeting angrily at people, I mean, especially in that case where I'm obviously like 
being very silly. I wasn't feeling actually angry, but I tried to respond to tweets I disagreed with and just like say that I disagreed with them in order to get people mad at me, but nobody was really biting. The The tweet I ended up doing that got the most people mad was a tweet very much directed at my followers who are like extreme leftist socialists. And I've noticed that they frequently tweet, liberals hate socialists more than fascists. It's usually in response to like an insane Hillary supporter freaking out at a Bernie brow. And so I literally just tweeted, some people say liberals hate socialists more than fascists. I think that's a little overdramatic because I do. And so I tweeted that and then immediately I like got like 125 replies of people calling me a sellout, calling me a centrist and saying, oh, how much do you get paid for these opinions like very facetiously. So I thought that was the most successful Twitter feud I started, I guess. And I was honestly glad to lose whatever people unfollowed me because they couldn't handle that that was my opinion. Do you think you would be getting into these kind of petty political arguments on Twitter if you were the president of the United States? No, I aspire to be wealthy and powerful enough one day to never look at the internet again. To read Eve's article on living like Trump for a day, go to vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com and tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.